Hello everyone, welcome to Thirsty for God. This is Adam Rollo, worship and music pastor at Shadescrest Baptist Church in Hoover, Alabama. Last week we had our first episode of this podcast. It was meant to be used on Ash Wednesday. And during that time, we reflect on the idea of making a journey to the innermost depth of our heart, that place where we find God and have intimacy with Him. It was an attempt to expand the approach to our prayer time. I even presented the suggestion of praying through silence, without saying a word, but being open to receive what God wants to bring to our attention. Before we get to today's reflection, I would like to pray for what's going on in the world today, including the situation in Ukraine. So I am going to open this moment with a prayer, and this prayer was something we used in our Ash Wednesday worship time at Shadescrest. And following this prayer, I suggest that you pray for whatever the Lord prompts you to pray for. So let's pray. God of restoration, hear our prayer for the brokenness we see everywhere around us. We trust you to mend and renew this falling world, for your steadfast love endures forever. God of peace, hear our prayer for peace in a world that is torn by war and violence. We trust you to end the hurt and bring redemption, especially to the people in Ukraine, for your steadfast love endures forever. God of justice, hear our prayer for those who are oppressed and marginalized. We trust you to transform what's wrong and make it right, for your steadfast love endures forever. God of all riches, hear our prayer for those who are suffering from famine and poverty. We trust you to have the power to provide for all their needs, for your steadfast love endures forever. God of compassion, hear our prayer for those who are oppressed by slavery and exploitation. We trust you to have the power to bring freedom and grace to all, for your steadfast love endures forever. God of new beginnings, hear our prayer in acknowledgement that our brokenness is the raw material of your restoration. We trust you to convince us that where our brokenness increases, your grace increases all the more for your steadfast love endures forever. We humble ourselves before you to consider those for whom you are prompting us to pray quietly at this moment. We sit still with you, Lord, and we wait for you to nudge each of us to pray for our broken
Our scripture reading today comes from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verses 15 to 20. See, today I have set before you life and prosperity, death and adversity. For I am commanding you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways and to keep His commands, statutes and ordinances, so that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God may bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away, and you do not listen, and you are led astray to bow in worship to other gods and serve them, I tell you today that you will certainly perish, and will not prolong your days in the land you are entering to possess across the Jordan. I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Love the Lord your God, obey Him, and remain faithful to Him. For He is your life, and He will prolong your days as you live in the land the Lord swore to give unto your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Many are the choices we need to make every day. From the time we get up in the morning until we go to bed at night, we are always making decisions. When we get up, we need to decide what kind of breakfast we're going to have, what clothes we're going to wear on that day. We need to decide what we're going to do with our time, plan a to-do list sometimes. And this idea of making choices goes on and on and on throughout our day. Even things that we don't realize that we're making choices, we are still having to decide exactly what we're going to do. It's obvious that our society loves to have many, many options available when we need to make choices. Think about milk, for instance. We like to have skim milk, 1% milk, 2%, or whole milk, and so... We live and love to have those different possibilities. Same thing with chocolate, dark chocolate, semi-sweet chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. The other day I heard a mom ask her child what she wanted for her snack. Would you like an apple or a banana? The child said, can I have a cookie please? Some choices are a matter of life and death. Just compare what it is to stick a band-aid on a paper cut with calling 911 at the signs of a heart attack. The scripture passage I just read shows the last words that God gave Moses before Moses died. God says, Now choose life so that you and your children may live. I believe that's a pretty easy decision to make. What do you think? Think about somebody coming to you and asking, would you like to have this option of life and blessings or this other option of death and curses? I think it's obvious that we would choose life. But God's command here to choose life is more than a decision to keep on breathing. God's command to choose life is defined there in that passage on verse 16 when God says, For I commend you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in God's ways, and to keep God's commandments. First, choosing life involves loving God. Not the great school Valentine's kind of love, 
of that selfish kind of love that says, I love you because you make me feel so good. Instead, it's the kind of love that's exclusive, wholehearted. It's the Deuteronomy 6.5 type of love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Second, choosing life means to walk in God's ways. At the very beginning of time, Adam and Eve had a choice, obey God or do what they wanted to do. To obey God meant life and perfection. To choose their own way meant rebellion, death, and curses. And we know what happened. They did it their way. By one man, sin entered into the world and death through sin, and so death passed to all people because all have sinned. That's Romans 5.12. By nature, the reality is on our own, we all want everything our way. Third, choosing life means to keep God's commandments. But the reality is that we make loopholes. We create excuses to do it our way. But when we read the gospel, what do we find there? We see Jesus clearly saying all the time, Stop making excuses. Stop choosing the way of death. Stop doing it your way. The bottom line is, to choose life, we must have a change of heart. We must let God do His work in us, daily turning us away from sinful self and in true repentance being turned back to Jesus. Let me encourage each of us to take time to reflect on these questions. How am I responding to the choices God has set before me? In what ways am I choosing life? Where am I turning away from God? What stops me from hearing God? What other gods am I in danger of serving? How am I showing my love for God? How am I walking in God's way? How am I doing when it comes to keeping God's commandments? Think about what it means for you to love, obey, and hold fast to God. Ask God to help you choose life and blessing for yourself and for others. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the privilege and responsibility to choose. Help me to choose life. Help me to choose to follow you always. Help me to know you more. Increase my faith and trust in you in all situations. Help me to hear your voice guiding me and correcting me. 
Help me to make the right choices even when it is hard to do so. Teach me to hold fast to you when I am tired and weak. Today, Lord, I choose life by choosing to make you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you for joining this episode today. It's the first full week of Lent. And once again, I want to thank Brenda Odom for playing the piano for us. If you want more information about our church family, I would strongly encourage you to go to our website. That's shadescrest.org. Again, shadescrest.org. And if you know anyone who might benefit from an experience like this one, please do not hesitate to share this podcast with them. I hope you'll come back next week for another episode of Thirsty for God. God bless you.